Hello and welcome to another WM podcast. It's uh, the new season in the Premier League for Huddersfield Town and to kick off this new campaign, uh, I'm going to be speaking to three town supporters, uh, Harry, Tom and Aidan, to get their feelings ahead of the new season. Uh, so uh, sit back and enjoy. I'm with uh, Aidan here and uh, Aidan, you've been a town fan for pretty much all your life, haven't you? Yeah, and I've sat in behind you for many of them seasons doing your heading. Um, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're not supposed to agree with me there. Um, I'm just going to talk, obviously, about the, the season coming up, uh, maybe touch on last season a little bit. How was it for you last season? It was amazing. I've never never experienced anything like it, really. Played some good football, bit of luck at times, but it's what you need to stay in the Premier League, isn't it? Yeah, and obviously you've seen the the growth of the club from what it was in League One um, up to the now the Premier League. And how impressed have you been by how Town have took on that challenge? Well, I think it's been amazing ever since Wagner joined the club. You could tell straight away from his first game away at Sheffield Wednesday that a big improvement of how we played, and we've just gone on and on. Obviously, going into this season now, we've got some. Which well, it's, it's nearly upon us. But we'll firstly touch on the the transfer window, as everybody likes to uh, talk about it. It shuts on uh, Friday, I believe, or or Thursday. Sorry, at five o'clock. Um, what's been your view of of transfers in to Huddersfield Town this summer? I think we've done well. I think we've uh, improved our wingers a lot. Uh, I think Diakabi is going to play a big role this season. Hopefully he can use his pace and uh, he can deliver the ball to Mounier or Deporte in the box this season and get some more goals. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you were at the uh, the Lyon game or have you seen any of the uh, highlights through pre-season, but he seems to like to, to really get on the ball, take his man on and, and put a decent cross in. Yeah, he does. He likes, seems to put a lot of uh, effort in as well, so he's adapted really well, really quick. So I think he'll be good this season. Yeah, and I mean, obviously on the other wing, uh, we've got Bakuna that's come in as well. How much do you know about him? I think he looks skillful. I've not seen much of him in pre-season, but he looks skillful when he's on the ball. Hopefully he can play more, a bit more like Pritchard, a bit more of a role like that. And yeah. uh, hopefully he can obviously supply Mounier, because put the ball into the box for him and he'll score goals. Yeah, and we've seen that. We'll come on to, to how Mounier's done through pre-season so far. But uh, going to the back, um, we've signed Ben Hamer from uh, Leicester City. Uh, I mean, was that a transfer that you instantly got excited about, would you say? Not really, no. I didn't, I didn't think we needed a second keeper, but he's come in and he's done well in pre-season. I think it's going to give Russell a lot to deal with this season. Yeah, I mean, do you think though it's nice that we've signed a a permanent keeper that's that's maybe got a bit more experience at Coleman at a number two spot, or would you like to see Coleman given that other chance? I'd like to see him Coleman in a in a few more cup games because he's only young, but Ben Aim is more experienced, and we're progressing the club forward by signing a keeper on a permanent deal. Yeah, and do you think that he can challenge Loslo this season at all? I think he can. He looks good in pre-season. I went to the uh, Lyon game and he stopped a lot of uh, chances by uh, Memphis Depay. 
Mm. It looks good, yeah. Who, who of course is a, a top European talent, so you must be doing something right if you're if you're uh, saving shots from him. Yeah. Um, going to uh, the defence, um, we've signed Eric Derm from Borussia Dortmund, uh, a player of course Wagner knows well. Yeah, he, uh, I believe he played in twenty ones with Wagner, and uh, it looks good. I think he's very attacking, and uh, some of the. Uh, YouTube uh, videos of HCTV. It looks good at finishing as well, so hopefully might grab a few goals this season as well. Mm. Do you think that um, it's going to give us stability at the back, signing another centre back? Is that a position that you you wanted to see Town strengthening? Uh, yeah, a bit, a bit more. Uh, we can change the defence a lot more now. Instead of uh, tiring out Schindler or Jorgensen this season, we can switch it about a little bit more. Mm. And do you think he might go to a three at the back? Obviously, signed Terence Congolo as well. Just a word on him. I think, yeah, he's a quality player. I'd have paid 40 million for him. We'll be paid uh, 20 million. F- 15, but well, it, it could rise to 20 yeah. something like that. I think uh, that three at the back system will work against clubs like Arsenal, the top six, really, Man City. But against lower clubs that come up like Cardiff, I think we need to play far back and more attackive, really. Mm. I, I mean, is it when obviously Congolo left uh, the club earlier in the summer after his loan spell? Did you think that that was going to be the last we'd seen it of him, and and were you hoping to sign him back? I was hoping to sign him. Yeah, he's, he was probably the best player last season when he joined, and uh, I didn't think he was going to come. So I thought he was too good for us, but he's camp. Yeah. And I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, and and obviously, the midfield we've uh, we've strengthened in that area as well. Um, but do you, do you see Hogg and Moy being the main two still in, in that centre midfield position? Yeah, I do. Uh, I think Hogg is a very good covering player for the defence if we push forward. And Moy is he's been class for a few seasons with us. But I think Philip Billing might get a few more chances this season. He's looked good in pre season. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, he gets a few more chances. And uh, what have you made going on to pre season? What have you made to, to some of the results? Obviously, won 4 0 at, at Bury, then lost 3 0 at Accrington, and it's been a bit of a mixed bag over in Germany and Austria. Um, how, how have you seen pre season? I think we've done we've done all right. We've we've uh, played well against some good European sides like Leipzig and uh, Lyon, but hopefully we can grab a few more wins this season than we have. Can't can't be losing to teams like Accrington in cups or anything like that. Mm. Do do you sort of have the opinion that pre season doesn't really matter results wise? It's all about the performance, or I, I think it matters results because you can go in with a bit more uh, confidence then to go out and when well two starting games we've got Chelsea and Man City. We need as much confidence as we can get to challenge those clubs. Yeah, and from the highlights that you've seen and obviously the Leon game that you went to, who's most impressed you in, in pre-season so far? I think... Uh, oh, that's fun. I think Ben Aimer, really. From what I've seen, he's been he's saved a lot of good chances by strikers like Depay, Werner, things like that. So I think I think Ben Aimer's been the best so far. Mm. And and you did mention Steve Moody earlier about him. He's, he has scored him and De Potter a few goals in pre-season, which we haven't necessarily seen from uh, town strikers in previous pre-seasons. No, I 
I think I think Mounier, if we if we supply him the ball in the box in the air, he'll put it away because he looks very good in the air in pre-season. So the likes of Diakabi, Ramadan Sobi, hopefully they can put the ball in for him and he'll put it away. Yeah, you mentioned Sobi there, and obviously another player we've signed. I don't know if you caught any of the World Cup. What did you make to him playing for Egypt? I think he looked, he looked all right. I don't think he played the way he likes to play. I know he likes to get on the ball, doesn't he? And, uh, I think they were more concentrated on lumping it forward, really, Egypt. Yeah. But I, I think it should be good this season. And, and going into the season proper, obviously Chelsea, first game of the season, when those fixtures came out, what were your, your initial thoughts? I thought that we won't do as good because we like to start off well, don't we? We, we need to start off well. Against those two big clubs, it's going to be hard. But hopefully, we can. I think we can beat Chelsea by what I saw in the field match. And Man City, obviously, they're going to be hard to beat. But anything can happen after how we stayed up last season. Mm. And I mean, that's something that Town will have to sort of be wary of because the third game of the season is against Cardiff, newly promoted club. You know, is is that something that obviously you've seen? A lot of people have said that that's going to be a relegation battle already. Yeah, I think Cardiff, there will challenge us with relegation. So I think we'll be down there again. But hopefully we can get three points against Cardiff and send them down a bit more confidence. They won't, they won't have any confidence if they, if they get defeated by us. But hopefully we can beat them at home and see what happens this season. Um, just last two from me. Who whose uh, transfer business have you uh, been impressed with um, so far? Oof, I think uh, I think Arsenal have done well, not to lose any of the big players, and they've brought in a good centre half. I think Man City they've they've done all right to bring in uh, Riyad Mahrez, but I think it, I think we'll stay up this season as well. Because mm. there's no way, uh, I think Wolves, they look very good. I think they'll be good this season, but hopefully there's three clubs worse than us this season again. Well, uh, it's the last one from me. Prediction time, what's your top four? Uh, Man City to win it. Yep. Spurs, Arsenal, and then Chelsea. And for relegation? Cardiff, Fulham and Southampton. Alright, Aidan, well, thanks very much for joining us. Really do appreciate it, mate. I'm here with uh, Tom Coach. So, Tom, firstly, we'll just uh, say um, about last season. What were your thoughts and your feelings uh, by the end of uh, the last campaign? Well, obviously very much happy that we achieved the objective of staying up and <laughs> we did it with a, a game to spare as well, which... I think during that, um, that that end of season running, I don't think any of us <laughs> really expected it when we went down to Chelsea um, for the midweek game. Absolutely phenomenal evening, De Quattro's goal, you know, securing the draw. You know, we made more memories in that match, and you know, we were able to go into the game against Arsenal on the final day, marking Arsene Wenger's final game in charge without any pressure on us at all. I think obviously people looked towards the good start we had to the season. You know, Crystal Palace away from home, the three 0 Again, you know, it's, that's the stuff of dreams, and you know, to be top of the table 
at the end of that first day was you know fantastic in itself and and then the fact that you know we were never really in the bottom three for the majority of the season i know there was a, a period after christmas where we did drop in there temporarily but for the vast majority we were in that lower half albeit but we were sort of keeping our head above water for the vast majority of the season i think that helped the team with its confidence uh, i think we you know we, we were tough to beat at home we, we secured some good wins against some far better resource sides than ourselves and you know we set ourselves up you know for the tough running that we did have in a position to stay up and we showed great heart amazing fighting spirit at chelsea and i think that performance at stamford bridge really summed up the season yeah, it was pretty incredible going into the last game of the uh, the season against Arsenal, not needing even a point. Town normally leave it uh, to the last game, either needing a point or a win, but this time Town fans could sort of relax against uh, a Super 6 side. We did, and as I say, I think you know everybody looked at that running and, and thought perhaps we will need to take something from Arsenal. I think out of those two fixtures going, you know, away to Chelsea and then home to Arsenal. I think, you know, many of us maybe thought that home to Arsenal would be the um, the better chance we'd have of securing the points that we needed. But, you know, Duquatra's goal to put us 1-0 up, you know, will live long in the memory. And, you know, we were quite unlucky to concede the equaliser that we did with the really cruel deflection that the clearance took. But, you know, it's fantastic scenes. And, you know, we were able to you know thoroughly enjoy that final day against Arsenal. Yeah, looking ahead to the uh, to this season, let's go into the transfer window. Uh, it's what most fans love to talk about, uh, particularly at this time of the season. Um, ends on Thursday at five o'clock. Uh, we'll discuss a couple of the incomings, but what have you made to the overall transfer business into the club that Town have done? I've been surprised by the amount of changes we've seen, and um, you know, surprised but but certainly not disappointed. I think it it'd have been easy for the club to perhaps go again with one or two additions, but it's good to see that there are no shreds of complacency there. We've, we're not fishing from the same pond as most of the division, and you know, we've obviously seen Fulham and Wolves you know, splash the cash since being promoted, but you know, we've brought some good names in, and you know, each of them, I think, will genuinely offer something. Um, you know, We've been linked with Isaac and Benzer as well, and I don't know whether he could be the missing piece for us, but you know, I've got faith in, in Wagner's recruitment. You know, there haven't been many duds under him over the years, and now, people talk about second season syndrome, but you know, from my perspective, it's great to see the clubs genuinely doing everything it can to combat it. We're not going into the season, you know, looking to sign that many more players. I think we've done the vast majority of our business. If there's anyone else to come in, it's one, perhaps at the most two. But I hope that you know that attitude translates onto the field. You know, Dean Hoyle and, and David Wagner have shown that you know they're prepared, you know, to go for it and have that attacking mentality and. Really take on the second season. I just hope there's no complacency in the players' approach either. Come kick off. Yeah, I mean, what have you, what have you thought to the fact that Town have again done their business early? A lot of the players came in at, you know, before the World Cup or just at the start of the World Cup, where a lot of clubs have have seemed to have waited until the World Cup has ended, and it, it, it's going to be an interesting Thursday. It seems. It's yeah, it's different approaches from different clubs, isn't it? I think there is a, a culture in the Premier League of. Of, play, of teams waiting until late in the window to do their business with the hope of you know, perhaps snapping up a bargain. I think what what Town have done is we've identified our targets and we've gone after them. I think we've been realistic with our targets. And As I say, we're not fishing from the same pond as a lot of the other teams in the division, but it's really pleasing to me that you know we've identified players we wanted to sign and we've gone out and got them. And Whilst a lot of clubs, you know, the likes of Spurs, again, not really in our bracket, but the likes of Spurs are still wondering when the signings are going to start coming in, if any. You know, 
town fans, on the other hand, can look ahead to the season and perhaps already put together their starting eleven for that first game. Yeah, let's talk about a couple of the players that have come in. Ben Hamer, first of all, from Leicester. Um, experienced goalkeeper. I think a few town fans are surprised that we've we've got a number two as, as quality as him. Yeah, it's it's all about depth as a Premier League, isn't it? And I think we were we were quite fortunate with injuries in, in that position last season, and you know we had a phenomenal guy up between the sticks. But you know we've, we've got to plan for every eventuality, and you know, were we to pick up an injury, then it is good to have somebody off off his calibre, off his experience, you know, to to sit in. And we're very fortunate that we've been able to tempt him to come to the club, you know, on the presumption that he will be second choice. Yeah, Joe Coleman, of course, gone out to uh, Shrewsbury and Rob Green's left the club on a free to go to Chelsea. So I suppose the, there was some uh, room for manoeuvre in, in that position. Yeah, I think I think we needed to make an acquisition there. And I think that's a, I think a lot of people raised their eyebrows when, when Rob Green joined us ahead of last season. I think... He was brought in to offer a bit of mentorship to the to the younger goalkeepers at, at the club, and presumably that's that's the reason behind his move to Chelsea as well. Yeah, and of course it gives the uh, the chance for Ryan Schofield, who's in the Town Academy, a chance to to move up as well as you, as you say those young goalkeepers uh, might get a bit more of um, a chance at the higher level. But um, yeah. sorry, go on. I say it is refreshing, and you know we do we are in a culture. At the moment, where we we do re- uh, recruit players externally, every club does that. But it's refreshing if there is still scope, you know, for town to, to bring players up uh, from within the ranks. Yeah, uh, go, moving into defence, Eric Derm, uh, exp- well, young lad who's come from Dortmund, but uh, was part of the German uh, twenty fourteen World Cup winners squad. Um, uh, a player that Wagner knows pretty well from his Dortmund days. Yeah, and you know what caliber to come to arrive at Huddersfield Town as, as a former World Cup winner. It's you know, fantastic, and I think you know most fans would say rightfully the defence was one of our strongest uh, positions last season. You know, with the lack of goals that we, we we suffered from, perhaps it had to be our strongest position. And again, you know, there is no shred of complacency in our recruitment. We're not prepared to sit on what we have. The, the lads we've had in in the centre of defence last year did a fantastic job, but any extra competition we can add and to do it with somebody you know of the caliber and the experience and as I say a former World Cup winner to our competition to your to your defense you know can only be a good thing yeah and also Terence Congolo uh, been signed up on a permanent deal from uh, Monaco 15 million uh, plus add-ons I mean most town fans were um, could only hope of having Congolo back uh, at the end of last season after his loan but town managed to, to bring him in yeah I think a few of us were, were resigned to the the reality that he would be leaving us and that, that we'd seen the last of him in a town shirt it's a fantastic piece of business and you know arguably the biggest uh, good news story of the close season alongside you know the new signings yeah and uh, also the fact that Derman and Congolo have come in now it it gives chance for for Wagner to to play around with a few formations can go four at the back uh, three at the back also a back five is possible as well so it gives Wagner a bit more manoeuvrability uh, with his formations and his tactics. Yeah, it's, it's a nice luxury to have, isn't it? I think you know, we had a, a formation that worked and, and that served it as well for the majority of matches, but adding that extra depth and, and that depth of quality does, does give Wagner those options. Looking at the attackive players that's come in, Bakuna, uh, young lad, not many people um, have an idea of, of who he is, really. It seems a bit like... Uh, a Mohamed uh, Sabiri signing to me, um, quite low cost, low risk, and um, it could 
prove potentially a very good business for town. Yeah, let's hope so. I mean, Depotra and Mounier came in ahead of last season, and I think those weren't names that really jumped out a lot of people in terms of their pedigree. I think Depotra had a single Belgium appearance under his belt. Mounier is, is, is not somebody really that's that's a, a big name in European football, but you know they both came in and you know in very tough circumstances a newly promoted side. You know I think they held their own. I think there's probably more to come from Mounier in particular this season. But you know some of the goals that De Potter scored last season, you know, extremely crucial. Perhaps not as many as we may have hoped, but the goals they did get, putting himself in the right position at the right time, you know, fantastic. And you know if we, we can have more of this from Janino Bakuna, somebody who's perhaps drifted under the radar. Um, in terms of other clubs looking at him, we've we've taken a bit of a punt on him. Uh, he is very much unproven in the in the Premier League and perhaps in terms of experience at the top level. But you know, if he's anything like Dupatra and, and like Mounier, uh, then I think we've hopefully done a good piece of business there. Yeah, and uh, on the wings, now uh, we've lost Tom Ince and Sean Scannell. Um, bit of an end of an era with Sean. Uh, going obviously the last of the players that were originally brought in by Grayson for the. Um, the season that we got, uh, well, the first season in the championship, um, Tom Ince to Stoke for ten million actually made a profit, but Adama Day, Diakabi uh, coming in uh, as a replacement for for at least one of them. Yeah, and as you say, is the end of, of an, an era with Scannell, and there's a little bit of nostalgia and perhaps a little bit of sadness to see him move on, but I, I think it's the right move, and I think Tom Ince to Stoke, I think that's a good move for him as well. I think. He got a great opportunity with Town in the Premier League last season. He didn't let anybody down. He's he's another player that scored crucial goals in matches, uh, winning goals in matches, uh, that said as well. Um, perhaps some disappointment from some fans that he hasn't been retained, but I think the majority would agree that it's a positive move for both parties. And yeah, as you say, replacements brought in, uh, Diakabi uh, potentially as a, as a replacement. There's still the question mark hanging over Isaac and Benza as a potential replacement as well. So... It'll be interesting to see if we do any more business in that position. I think a lot of town fans do see a missing piece perhaps there, but I'm sure Wagner heads into Saturday even with the cards he has at his disposal now, you know, happy with his options. Mm. Uh, moving on to the results throughout pre-season, town uh, of course got off to a great start against Bury 4-0 uh, victory away, but then followed that up by a disappointing 3-0 uh, defeat at Accrington. It's been a bit of a mixed bag as they've gone through Germany and Austria, but the last two or three results, particularly the Leon home game where uh, Town won three 0 and um, sorry three one, and and the uh, game against Leipzig uh, in Germany where they won three 0 Steve Mounier uh, grabbing a goal in that one. It, it's got sort of better by the end of pre-season. It did, yeah. Just the one defeat from the schedule, and you know, eight goals scored in the last three matches as well. I think you know, it's you take pre-season results with a pinch of salt. You know, the, the playing personnel for both sides is often all over the place, but it is important to score goals. You know, and we've done that. We haven't quite matched Everton. They got twenty-two in one game, <laughs> but I think the recent attacking form has been good. I think, considering that goals were an issue for us last season, you know, it is encouraging. But. It's good to see another fairly gruelling schedule, you know, seven fixtures in total. You know, to be going into the season on the back of a 3-0 win, whoever that's against, I think, you know, that, that can only be a positive. How, how do you see pre-season? Do you think results matter? Is it all about performances? What's the what's your view? I think it's, I think it's a little bit about confidence, I think, uh, giving players minutes on the field, uh, getting goals. Uh, as I say, I think in, what, in what, whichever circumstance you're scoring goals, it's important. 
of the, 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 the lads that are going to be tasked with grabbing goals for us this season. We want to get them firing right from the start, not, not settling into their stride. So to be going in on the back of a 3-0 win you know, against a Red Bull Leipzig side that perhaps were missing some of their star names, but it's a confidence boost. And for me, if I was in David Wagner's shoes, I'd, I'd be looking to use pre-season to, to perhaps trial some formations, um, consider different ways of approaching matches, but more than anything, to build confidence. And I think you know, one defeat in seven games and eight goals scored in the last three matches, I think you know, hopefully that will instill a bit of confidence ahead of Chelsea on Saturday. Yeah, and, and and talking about going into the uh, the season proper, obviously starts on on Saturday. Um, what were your first thoughts when uh, the fixture list came out? Obviously, played Chelsea and Man City as we discussed uh, at the back end of last season. Uh, first two games this season. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's certainly a tough start, but to be honest with you, I think Chelsea first up isn't isn't a bad fixture for us. We obviously couldn't have made a much of a better start last year, but in terms of other fixtures have fallen, I'm, I'm actually pleased we've got one of the big boys at home first up. I think you know one of the newly promoted sides away from home would have been a very tough one for us. You have to bear in mind as well that you know the first weekend of matches is, is always unpredictable. We saw a number of favourites lose or struggle in the championship this past weekend. With you know West Brom losing, Stoke losing. Borough managing to scramble a draw, so it just shows that you know some of the big sides in a division can get caught cold in that first round, and you know, some mm-hmm. of the turmoil perhaps at Chelsea's a few question marks over William, um, some more question marks over the goalkeeping situation with Courtois wanting to leave, and it, it, it's not really a bad time for us to play them. And, and you know, if I was a Chelsea fan, it's not really a fixture I'm looking forward to. They've they've got everything to lose, and you know we have everything to gain. If if we come away with a defeat, then I don't think that's a disaster. Um, so I hope the players go out and play with a bit of intent. But you know, having said that, I wouldn't grumble. You know, with a nil nil either. Yeah, um, Cardiff in the third game. A lot of fans are well, a lot a lot of fans except for Cardiff and Huddersfield are, are already saying that. That might be a relegation uh, six point, even even though it's only the third game in. Absolutely, I think you know, from that first five, Cardiff at home's a must win, and I'd hopefully expect us to take something against Crystal Palace. But Everton, Man City, Chelsea are going to be incredibly tough. And again, you know, through into October, it doesn't get much easier. However, as you say, I think a win against Cardiff would be massive, even if we're in that bottom three. You know, the back of those tough, tough fixtures come November. I think having a win under our belts against the team we're arguably going to be in that mix we will be massive for confidence. I think home form, again, is going to be massive for us. Uh, I hope we can sweep a good amount of draws like we did last season. Um, and I kind of like the fact you know, that we have been predicted to struggle and that we have been predicted to be relegated because I think, I believe that our club thrives on that. We are the underdogs and I don't think it suits us if we were well fancied. Yeah. Um, just finally then, obviously predictions. What's, uh, what's your top four prediction? My top four prediction would be uh, Man City, I think, are going to take some stopping again. It would be difficult to back against them. I think Liverpool are obviously the team that's, that's grabbed the headlines in terms of the spending over the summer, and I'd expect them to be somewhere behind there in the race. Uh, I think beyond that, it's a little bit more open. Um, I think United you know, will probably be next, I think, in the third place. And then it's very, very difficult to see how uh, Arsenal and Chelsea will uh, develop under their new managers. There's a lot of uh, unknowns there. I would probably, on, on current form, back Chelsea to take that fourth spot. I think it could be a bit of a transitional uh, season for Spurs as they move into their new stadium. And, and Arsenal, they very much could be a title challenger. They could dr- dr- uh, drift into sixth or seventh. So I'd, I'd say in terms of a top four, City, uh, Liverpool, United and Chelsea. And relegation? Relegation, well, you know, Fulham and Wolves are the different animals to the calibre of team that 
they've just been relegated. I don't think they're going to take the league by storm, like some are predicting, but I do think that both of those sides will have enough to finish around 15th and not be in too much danger. Um, I look at teams like Cardiff under Warnock, um, you know, Bournemouth perhaps, you know, this season. Jermaine Defoe hasn't got the goals that they were after. And obviously, Southampton had a desperate second half of the season last year. And, and Brighton, perhaps, as well. I, I see those as the teams will be scrapping with. And I think Watford, as well. Uh, obviously, a, a bit of a tumultuous season last year. And they did drop drop like a stone during the second half. I think they also could struggle, um, especially Richarlison leaving them. Um, so, in terms of a bottom three, I would probably say Cardiff, Southampton, and one out of Bournemouth. Brighton. Ah, you've got to choose though. I will say Cardiff, Southampton and Bournemouth with us a comfortable 15th. No, that's uh, that's great Tom, really appreciate that. Today I'm speaking with uh, Harry Everett and um, welcome Harry to the podcast. We'll move on to this season. Obviously, you're now going to maybe take a, a little bit of a far away look at the club. Um uh, and I think first, obviously, on everybody's lips is the transfer window uh, shuts on Thursday. Uh, Town have done a little bit of business, brought in players such as Ben Hamer, uh, Bakuna, uh, Adama, Di- uh, Um What have you made to Town transfer business in-wise so far? through the positions one by one um, we'll come to the striking position in, in just a little while uh, you've talked about Ben Hamer there and you thought it was an odd transfer um, I thought it was a very good transfer really, seeing how uh, Hamer's, uh, you know, he's risen through the ranks at various clubs and obviously he can't get in the Leicester team due to a, a magnificent keeper in Schmeichel but um, you know, he's always been good when, when called upon and I, I think that's something that Town have struggled maybe in recent years, having a, a competent number two to, to push uh, whoever's been in the number one spot, whether that's been Alex Smithies, uh, Jonas Losl, uh, Danny Ward. Um, you know, we have struggled in in, in recent years in, in getting a number two. Each year, I think I've been more and more impressed with, you know, you've got Chester Deep, Ben 
Yeah. I just thought it, it could be given a go as trusted as a number two, really. You know, we expect Jonas Lewis to be playing every game and be fit, but maybe you know, give him a few cup games in case of injury. I got nothing against Ben Hamer. I think he'd be a very good number two. He might possibly be better than Cole, but I just thought they might want to give Coleman and Schofield, you know, to go with the young lads who've been around the club for a while rather than bringing someone in, I thought. Fair enough. Uh, moving on to the defence, we got Eric Drum, as you said, uh, Derm, sorry, and um, he had a bad injury uh, just a, a little while ago, and he didn't really play a lot of games for Dortmund. But it seems like he's coming back to to full fitness. Um, well, especially since uh, pre season started, uh, since he's moved to town. What do you expect from him, and how much do you expect him to play? I think Terence Congola is magnificent, um, brilliant player. Zanker and Schindler, you can't not play those three. But I'm thinking, Flo Haddock and I was brilliant last year. Um, him going forward, attacking young lad, assists, whipping, beautiful goal. I think he's the best cross on the ball in the town side. But now, Dan, you can't not play her if he's fit and he can get himself going. And that's what we can't not play her. First choice, Dortmund saw back and play for Germany. And a couple of years ago, he was a very good prospect. So I would go five at the back. If Congola played less than the three centre backs of Zanker and Schindler, Derm could do a job on either flank. So if you put Hagen and I right back, Derm could play left wing back, wing back obviously. Um, I think that could work quite nicely. Um, and then, you know, it's a bit harsh on Chris Lerber and Tommy Smith, but, you know, there's a good backup replacement. And I think that could be a really good back five. Yeah. That would kind of be really solid at the back and even more so possibly this year. And you mentioned about Teddy Congolo there, obviously brought him for what we, well, what has been reported for uh, over fifteen million pounds. Um, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of town fans wanted him back. It, it was very much like the uh, the need for when we had James Vaughan on loan. Uh, a lot of town fans wanted him. Obviously, different sort of circumstances and a lot less money. Um, but um, to bring Tenens Congolo in has has pleased a lot of town fans and something that they didn't expect to happen. Yeah, he was superb. He's really impressive. Left back or centre back, solid, defendable, and yeah, I think he's a really useful player. And and I mean, do you think he sort of um, made made the town defence so much stronger last year when he came in? Moving into on the wings, uh, we brought Adam Diakabin and uh, Ramadan Sobe. Um, we saw a bit of Sobe in the World Cup. Uh, what what did you make to him in, in the uh, in Russia? Do you think um, do you think that five point seven million for Sobe is a risk, is a gamble, or do you think it's 
town, uh, maybe trying to do things on, on the cheap? Obviously, the young lad Bakun has come in. He's had a, a few injury problems in pre-season. It um, it seems to me a bit like the signing when we signed uh, Sabiri last season. to um, how we think uh, Town have done with the outgoings, Sean Scannell um, being sort of the 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 most upsetting I think uh, in, in a lot of ways because he was the longest serving player at the club, was the last of the sort of uh, team that Grayson built when the Town first came into the Championship um, and really an end of the year of, of that period of Town's history. And you talk about Jack Payne, he scored the winner for Bradford uh, in their first league game uh, of the season. Yeah, what a start. We saw Joe Lolly go on loan to Oxford last season, do really well. There's, I always thought Lolly and Payne are such similar players, and they're both these young attacking midfielders, and it, they keep going on loan. But the more they do in the Championship or League One, wherever they may be on loan, then you've got to eventually they'll get their chance and deserve it, really. Mm. Uh, other players to leave a lot of uh, academy products have, have left as as usual uh, with town um, but really there's there's not been any massive leavers this time um, you know there's not been any of town's big big players leave such as Schindler or Zanker or Moy or Hogg um, I mean that must be pleasing for, for any town fan really Yeah. Clubs, you're another three keeper. Um, that's understandable. But Regan Booty out on loan 
makes sense. He wants a future Definitely good player. Um, but no, as you say, Town have done really well to hold on to their assets. I thought those clubs would be snapping around Aaron Moy, but brilliant him staying on and yeah, no, no big name gone. Well, uh, I mean, the, the only surprise, really, uh, was Tom Insta Stoke for £10 million. But, um, you know, a lot of town fans didn't really think that he performed to what they were hoping for last season. Yeah, I've got to be honest, I didn't find that a massive surprise. I think £10 is quite a good deal. But I think well, it's a profit. Brilliant in the Championship. Done really well in the Championship. You know, just Blackpool. He's been around and about and Yeah. Uh, do you think that um, Town have, have got the best out of that deal then? Because they've made a, a, an actual profit on Tommins there. They bought him for 8, rising to 10. They've sold him for 10 and it could be rising to 12. So they, they have maybe made a at least a £2 million profit, which I don't think any Town fan expected. And he had one big moment, really, in a town shirt. Um, the goal against Watford that uh, really did help to, you know, help to cement town's place in the Premier League. Yeah, I'll always remember that goal. I was on commentary that game. It was brilliant from Zanker. It might have been a toe back three yards out, but who cares? That goal was crucial. I mean, Watford were, were a real bad runner for them. Town just struggling to break them down. And absolutely crucial and massive, massive goal. Town fans for yeah, uh, we'll move on to pre-season now. Um, the town have played a variety of games over in uh, Austria, Germany, and here in England. Um, the, the first game was against Accrington Stanley. Uh, sorry, no, Bury. Uh, we beat Bury four 0 Lost then to Accrington Stanley three 0 and and really it's been a, a a mixed bag of results since then. But the last two results, particularly against Leon at home, which impressed a lot of town fans, and the one against um, Leipzig in Germany, uh, we beat them three 0 I think that's also impressed a, a lot of town fans, particularly those that were there to see it. How how much would you say it, it is important for the the likes of uh, Mooney, De Potter, and even Dear Carby uh, and and the new signings to an extent to to get off to a good start in pre season and, and maybe take that confidence into um, the 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 campaign. I thought he struggled. 
season after that. But, you know, I, I'd expect the main side to score more than the goals he scored last year. The bottom was almost number one for me at times. So they both had injuries at times, but um, yeah, you, you can take a bit of confidence from pre-season. Not, you know, they won't be over the moon about scoring. Mm. Yeah, you know, whatever teams are playing in friendly games, but Um, we'll go on to the uh, the actual season itself now. First game of the season, obviously coming up against Chelsea on uh, on Saturday. How have you read into when the fixtures came out? Town's possibilities of getting points this season. There's always maybe a few months that you think that doesn't look quite good, or that that looks you know like we could get a couple of points in that month. How have you read it? Chelsea City and Arsenal, you would never have thought that Town would go into that last game against Arsenal. With three games to go, to think that they got the points against Chelsea and Man City was unbelievable. I mean, that just summed up the terrorist spirit for me to, to not need anything for that last game season against Arsenal in Arsenal playing his last game. It's just phenomenal spirit to, you know, go back for Bridge and Etihad and get those points, which is superb. But, um, yeah, obviously those two are going to be hard. I think early in the season, they're going to be well up for it. The Community Shield probably won't tell us too much. Prince looks slightly different to having a line-up in the Premier League first game and I thought, Mahrez oh, looked good for City. Um, Chelsea are a bit of turmoil with Hazard and Courtois. What's going to go on there? If Courtois does go, I'm not sure. Chelsea going to get bothered at the time, so that could be interesting. Um, bit of drama real. Is Willie Calvary going to be the number one this season? You never know what's going to happen with that. Yeah. Um, but Cardiff's third game of the season, I feel like, I feel like Cardiff and Fulham will struggle this year. How crucial is that first game against Cardiff? You know that uh, because a lot a lot of people are tipping them to be bottom, and you know a lot of people are already saying that between Huddersfield Town and Cardiff that that might be a a, re- a relegation scrapper in the third game of the season. And uh, we'll just quickly go on to uh, the other sides. Uh, you talked about you thought Fulham might be down there. They've spent a lot of money, though. Uh, and Wolves have, have also spent a lot of money. Yeah, Andre Scherler's a great sign for Fulham. I was really surprised with that. And don't know much about the John Michael Serry, um, but he's got you know good reputation coming for Nice last season. Um, but Wolves, wow, I can't remember a team coming up a championship with such a strong squad. Such money, Ruben Never, Yotta, they're, yeah, I think they're, they're the players to put in your fancy team for Wolves because they're cheap as chips and they're going to do well, I think. So I, I think Wolves could, could, well, I don't know, really finish mid table at least. Uh, I'm really impressed by their squad. Um, Fulham just don't seem to have much strength and depth. You look, look down the squad, they don't have many backups in each position. It worries me for Fulham. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could see Fulham and Cardiff going down. I think. I'm a bit worried about Bournemouth, possibly. Well, um, we'll just 
quickly speak about Brighton and Newcastle. Obviously, they were the ones to come up with town. Uh, Rafa Benitez says that um, you know he, he wants to see some money actually from Mike Ashley this summer. That probably won't happen. And uh, Chris Hilton's making waves again down in Brighton with the signings he's made. So we'll get a, a quick prediction from you then. Uh, top four. You gotta pick one. Okay, I'll go Right. Uh and Europa League. So you you're putting Man United uh into in, Yeah. One more Europa League spot, yeah? Yep. Yeah. And relegation. Finally, uh, your prediction for where you think Huddersfield Town will finish this season? I'm going to go 14th. 14th. And are you excited for the season to see what Town can do? Absolutely, yeah. No, I cannot wait. It'll be a, yeah, a shame the first two games being so tricky, but it's still Premier League football and just see the terrors there. Well, thanks for coming on, uh, Harry, to the WM Podcast. Really appreciate your time and uh, hope we can get you back on later on in the season. Thanks for joining us on the WM Podcast. My name's been Stephen Downs. Thanks to Tom, Aidan and Harry. And we'll see you for another podcast very, very soon. Enterprise!